This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Batman in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every theatrically released Batman movie. As always, I'm Tim Gettys, joined by Andy Cortez. My eyes become diamonds. Greg Miller. My eyes become large. <laughs> Kevin Coelho. I don't know the song. And Nick Scarpino. My eyes become lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it went from blinding to lightning <laughs> so quick. It's cool, man. I what are the actual out. lyrics to the song? I can, my I can, like, eyes become wide. Isn't it wide? No, Is it wide? It's large. It's my large, eyes it's... become large and Hold on, yeah. I'll look it up right now. Right now. So, what so what just happened right now is Nick said, my eyes become lightning. And everybody <laughs> laughed. And Greg said, no. it's my eyes become wide. No, you're totally right. My eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen. That's the lyric. That's why I thought it was large and light. I thought I said my eyes become lightning. (laughs) I thought Nick said my eyes become blinding. (laughs) No, no, he definitely said lightning the entire time. (laughs) God, all of that. What a song. What a journey we've all been here reviewing these Batman movies. I can't believe that we're finally at this point, that we've made it through these four. And God, is it great. I can't wait to move on. I feel like we're growing as people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely I'm getting a lot more out of the seal lyrics than I ever thought I would get before. Because for the longest time, I was like, "What is the gray?" It says, a, "A light hits the gloom on the gray." He keeps referring to the gray, and I still don't know what the gray is. But we're <laughs> getting to the stuff. fucking heart of the gray, Tim. We're almost there. Mm, You're yeah. done with Karate Kid Cobra Kai season two. We will figure out what the gray is together. That's the thing, man. You know, we do a lot of podcasts within podcasts here. True crime podcasts are the, the the biggest thing going on. So I feel like there needs to be a true crime true crime podcast within podcasts. Get into the bottom of the mystery of what is the gray. If anyone out there has any info, please let us know. What is the gray? What is the, the only gray? thing I can look at is is is, is it refer, it's a referring to a line at the beginning? There used to be a graying tower alone on the sea, but what is? The gray is it the tower? Is it the is it the ambiance? Is it is it is the gray inside of us, Greg? The gray was inside of us all along, right next to the goo goo goo. <laughs> God damn, ladies and gentlemen, this like I said, movie sucks. Let's just get in from the Batman top. I want you all to know that I was basing my impressions of Batman and Robin when I saw it and when it fucking came out, and I was a teenager, a little teenager, and I was like, man, that was an awful movie. And I, over the years, you've forgotten why you hate it. I would like to unequivocally say the people who tried to tell me with a straight face that Batman v superman was as bad if not worse as batman and robin fuck off this thing sucks get him out greg this they, they, they suck they don't know what they're talking about greg this movie's 
garbage, dude. Oh my no, god. Hold on. Batman v Superman was really bad though. Like if you think Fuck about off, it. Fuck off, Kevin. <laughs> Fuck off. Stop being a character. Stop doing your devil. It was really bad though. Don't talk to the right? I mean, but it was really yeah, bad. You know, there's Greg, different kinds real of talk, bad. Real talk. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think to myself, what would I rather watch again? <laughs> Batman v Superman or Batman and Robin? And I gotta be honest with you, Greg. I think Batman and Robin needs one more viewing in this Garpino household. <laughs> well, that's, that's we your talking right today. there that's terrible. We're talking about Batman and Robin. Uh, this film was originally titled Batman Forever, but stylized as Batman Forever because it is oh. the fourth film in the series. However, because the third film already used that title, it was retitled Batman and Robin, which was actually the original title for the third film, Batman Forever. What that makes fuck? way more sense. It makes, that makes way, way, way more, more sense. sense. Greg, or Tim, Tim, it <laughs> sounds like you're trying to explain people what games they could play on their Xbox Series S versus X and the upgrades mm-hmm. and the yeah, it's really confusing. Really confusing. <sighs> a lot of confusing things about this. It's released on June twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. Directed once again by Joel Schumacher. According to John Glover, Joel Schumacher would sit on a crane with a megaphone and yell before each take. Remember, everyone, this is a cartoon. Yeah, it was hard to act because that kind of set the tone for the film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in later interviews, director Joel Schumacher blamed studio pressure to make the film more toyetic, which makes a lot of sense. Of course. Uh, I remember all the that's, Arctic that's Batman favorite, toys. That's my favorite Toyota SUV, the toyetic. Toyetic. That's, yeah. uh, that's a good one, Andy. I know, Tim, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, all these sort of variants that came out uh, from this movie that weren't even featured in the movie. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Uh, this is the only film of the original Batman series in which Tim Burton had no involvement. He directed 89 and Returns and worked as producer on Returns and Forever. A uh, budget of $160 million, 25 of which went straight into Arnold's pockets. Yeah, I did. $25 wow. million. Dollars. I, I'm going to say that. I'm- I'm going to say this, and and I and I mean it wholeheartedly. Arnold <laughs> is the best part of this whole movie. Every time he's on screen, I don't think I think he's having so much fun that you just have to like him. Twenty five yeah. million dollars to do how many puns did he do, Tim? Did you pull that trivia point? Twenty seven. Twenty seven ice puns. Ice puns. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. No, how many ice was... puns have you made in a single outing? None. Zero. Oh, oh. Get on I'm your ice pun gang, you fucking hack. I'm a hack. <laughs> I'm a hack. Here's, What's the up, Here, here's the thing. Like, sure, he did 27 ice puns, but you missed all the other non-ice puns. Like, for example, when Batman drops it and he says, nice to free to drop in. Like, there, like there's a lot of other puns that were not ice related, which I think oh, we need to give credit for. There's tons. <laughs> Take two oh, of these man. and call me in the morning. <laughs> Take two of these. And because I'm like this, wait, how, orally? Or do we yeah, inject? I mean, so, is there I more? Suppositories? I need instructions. If I so, go uh, rave with these things, what the fuck do I do with these? A box office of $238.2 million. Although considered a flop, a major flop, Batman and Robin was Warner Brothers' highest grossing film, both domestically and worldwide, in 1997. Due to the film's poor reception, Warner Brothers canceled the sequel, Batman Unchained. The Scarecrow would have been the main villain, and the Joker would return as a hallucination in Batman's mind caused by the Scarecrow's cool. fear toxin. Harley Quinn appeared as a supporting character written as the Joker's daughter, trying to kill Batman to avenge her father's death. The film would have depicted the Scarecrow and Harley Quinn teaming up to drive Batman insane and have have him committed to Arkham Asylum. After the, their defeat, the film would have ended with Bruce Wayne traveling to Bali and entering a cave where he allows himself to be swarmed by bats to symbolize that he has conquered fear. <laughs> Clooney, O'Donnell, okay, and Silverstone. I was with you up until the end. I was with you up until the end. <laughs> they were all set to reprise the roles of Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. Uh, Shoemaker, Schumacher, 
had also approached Nicolas Cage for the role of Scarecrow in Batman and Robin as a cameo appearance to set up an appearance in Batman Unchained before ultimately casting. You guys have a guess? Who was Scarecrow as a cameo in this movie? Steve Harvey. Coolio. Coolio. What? Coolio in this movie was supposed to set up Scarecrow. in this movie. I was like, is that fucking Coolio? There's like one shot of him, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, He's 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 the banker. He's the banker. I love it. I love it. Uh, awards. Biker. A runtime of Biker. two hours and five minutes. No, no. Remember, she calls him the banker. Andy, oh, if you ever fucking money. step to me again, I will fucking put you so far down in the ground. <laughs> How Get him, right? Greg. Get him. fucking ice puns have you got today, Andy? From Atari. I hate this movie. Ice to meet you, Andy. Good day. <laughs> good, good day. Uh, one time of two hours and five minutes. Uh, in terms of awards, this is the first Batman major motion picture not to be nominated for any Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> None. One of surprising. the songs recorded for the film, The End is the Beginning is the End by the Smashing Pumpkins, won a Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance at the 40th Annual Grammy Awards. Mm. So, okay, okay. Jen made me turn it off because she's like, this song isn't good. And I was like, all right. I honey. like that song. You guys don't it like won a Grammy. Won the Grammy. That was fine. Think I gave a damn about a Grammy? It didn't fit well with this movie ending, and then it just started to play. Wait, so credits are like from a rose felt fine. You were like, it did it. It did it. The song that I needed at the end of a Batman movie. What can I fucking say? We were four in a row now. Just like great. This movie is so bad that Greg just served Tim up an Eminem lyric, and Tim didn't even fucking flinch, dude. He didn't even look like. Come on, dude. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't have a strict it. policy of like, you know, how in improv it's yes and when one mm-hmm. of us makes a funny one, neither of us acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither does the audience. They just don't laugh thread from the weekend that was like, Tim's comedic chops are underrated because <laughs> I'm like, P.S. I love you. Tim kept serving me stuff and I just didn't get any of it. <laughs> killing the game, killing the game. Uh, speaking of killing the game, killing everything. God, this movie kills my vibe hard. Oh, but all these, all these fucking movies suck. But here's the thing. This not one, like this, though, this Tim. One, not like no, this. Though. No. Not no, like you're this, wrong. Tim. You are wrong. This no, movie wrong. is not much worse than the last movie. It's not. It's just simply not. Yeah, like no, it's again no. commits to a tone, commits to the stupid cartoony shit. The villains, like what Nick was saying about Arnold, every time he's on screen, it's Ice. funny. At least um, Uma Thurman, insane. It's funny. It's like I, I, I think that this that Forever has a couple things better than this. George Clooney looks and sounds like Batman. Looks and sounds like Bruce Wayne. Doesn't do anything, Batman no. or Bruce Wayne. Like no. it's annoying, actually. Val Kilmer, <laughs> vastly superior in that sense. On top of that, great. Let's just add more useless characters. Batgirl, get the fuck out of here. Terrible. She's not even Terrible. in. She's not even in like half the movie. It's like literally, forget about her. She takes the motorcycle Alfred, out, and it's just like she's she goes on a trip for like three months and then comes Alfred back. Alfred like, gives her a CD and is like, "Just get this to my fucking brother." She's like, "Got it," and she immediately opens it. Like I thought, I was like, I remember this. I'm like, man, how much more of this movie's left? She's getting the fucking thing. I know she eventually reads it and gets all the printouts on her face. No, immediately like, well, I'm family and I opens the fucking thing up. But like, it I, takes I was two talk- like, I was gonna say it takes two cutovers to her for her to like unlock it. What's uh, like, Wayne, brother? One, Margaret. two, three, four. <laughs> no, one, two, three, four, five. Um, Tim, did you read that trivia about Alicia Silverstone though? I did. I have yeah. it here. Uh, where is so she it? was supposed to be in the movie a lot more, apparently, but she had some like issues with costumes. Most and, of like, the scenes with Batgirl were cut because Alicia Silverstone had gained a few pounds during production and the wardrobe team had to refit her costume. When the press discovered this news, they slammed Silverstone's weight gain and mocked the actress for being too fat to fit in her costume. Uh, the director publicly defended her during interviews and press meetings, joking, uh, what is this girl's big sin, that she ate some pizza? 
when the taunting continued, Shoemaker lashed out. At, I don't know why I keep saying Shoemaker. Lashed out at the Brad reporter that, that, that taunted her. Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably why. Uh, he said in a magazine interview, it was horrible. I thought it was very cruel. She was a teenager who gained a few pounds, like all of us do at certain times. I would confront female journalists, and I'd say, with so many young girls suffering from anorexia and bulimia, why are you crucifying this girl? That's fucked up. Super fucked up, yeah. That's that's good job. Good on you, Joel Schumacher. So why do they cut all these scenes out? Because they just, I, I think they, she didn't look good in them. I think that was the worry that it was going to contribute more to like that bad, that negative vibe, and it just didn't work. Hmm. I, I will, I will say, I will say this: like nothing to do with obviously any of these issues. Or at you least were that was their about, perception. You were talking about George Clooney earlier, Tim, mm-hmm. and how he kind of looks apart, but he just doesn't really do anything Bruce Wayneish or Batmanish or whatever. Um, I feel like every actor in this movie got substantially worse. And I think a lot of it was due in part to the fact that the ADR was so egregiously bad in this movie. There was a lot of ADR in this movie. It, it was it, there was so much ADR and it was all so upfront and in your face whenever somebody is talking. Like the dialogue was right in the fucking front of the mix and it just sounded so bad. Well, man. You didn't a like El, Mc, El McPherson. Like it sounded like someone else dubbed El McPherson, where she was yeah, talking. Yeah. It was like is that Julia Roberts' voice. Like, who is that? Also, it, it, why really did bad. they why are they so intent? on putting everyone opposite a blonde in this. Like for a moment, I was like, wait a minute, is Elle McPherson Nora Freeze? I don't know, who are they? they look, the two actresses- They do look played, very similar. They're, by the way, both supermodels. One's Elle McPherson, and the other one I think was, her name is Vandal or something. Um, but they were all, they were both like Sports Illustrated models back in the day. But I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you can't get a little, just a little bit more diverse than like super blonde? So some interesting facts about her, actually. Uh, First live action appearance by Julie Madison, who was created for the comics in 1939. She's best known as Batman and Bruce Wayne's first significant love interest. Yet somehow in these movies, she is the, what, seventh, eighth, tenth? Who the fuck knows? At least this one, she's not like the whole point of the entire thing. Yeah, Bruce um, just totally forgets her. Shit out. <laughs> uh, then, Listen, I, I'm not saying we got to get married, but I, we, I'm thinking that and we got to. Uh, all right, cool. I'm going to never talk to you again throughout this movie. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, and a weird thing George Clooney said uh, in an interview, the cast members oh, yeah. were asked what item, for, what item from fil- filming they would like to take home. Arnold said he would be taking Mr. Freeze's armor home. Uma Thurman said she wanted Ivy's floral throne, which is badass. Uh, L. McPherson said she just wanted a cap or something with the movie's logo before anyone else. And George Clooney said he wanted McPherson. It's like Clooney. It's not a good thing to say. You have to understand, George Clooney at this point was like barely a star. He was like ER. Everyone knew him from ER. I think he had done from like maybe from Dust Till Dawn. I don't even think he'd done Out of Sight yet. And this movie was like, everyone was like, George Clooney, the guy from ER? Cool. Yeah, that's fine. And then I think this made, I think this is the thing that like put him on the map. Yeah, he went on record in interviews saying that like this is his break into Hollywood that like changed things for him. Uh, and then a last Ellie, El McPherson. Well, hold on, no, I thought you were going to the other one, right? The fact, remember, I remember back in the day where Clooney, like, again, you're talking about things that don't age well or playing in 2020, but right, him being like, oh yeah, halfway through filming, I started playing Batman gay. Like he said that, and like that was a headline that got thrown around too. You're like, oh, what? interesting. Didn't like, see what that. is that? And I was watching it looking for any, I'm like, what does that mean to you, George? I don't understand what you're doing. I, I will say, I will say though that there is not a whole lot of justice in this world where this was Clooney's break. Like the performance that he put on in this movie catapulted him to becoming a star. Where it's like, <laughs> and in in any other reality, this is the end of his career, somebody's well, career. I, yeah. well, he, he made Uma Thurman also because they, I don't think Uma Thurman was that really? big of a deal either. But her performance was so. I mean, it, this it, it was a big movie. It was a her, right? it no, was, was a, a big, big movie. But wasn't she it, big it just, already? She she had done like all of her Pulp, like biggest Pulp movies, Fiction, right? right? She had done Pulp Fiction already. Yeah, had she done Pulp Fiction? Already? Yeah, she must have because that was ninety four. 
Yeah, yeah, Pulp, yeah. so yeah, I'm looking at her right. thing right now. The biggest you're thing right. I see before this, yeah, is Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I thought that, this that's killed her career for a little while. So it certainly the, killed Chris uh, O'Donnell's about career. Her. A weird, a weird fact. Whenever I look at the trivia, there's always like there's different sections of what the trivia is about, and some of it's just like weird coincidences of like actors and actresses. And this one's just a very bizarre thing. Uma Thurman and Elle McPherson both went on to have children by Arpad Busan, who refused to marry either of them. There's a lot of weird shit in that. A lot of real quick. Did he make the Busan coffee? Alec? I I don't know. It's spelled B U S S O N. Does he know what the gray is? That's a good question. On it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out later. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. We're not doing fucking plot for this. Here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. In my brain, this movie and Batman Forever are exactly the same. And watching them back to back, you can see that they tried to have a slightly darker tone and have a little have it be a little bit more introverted with Bruce Wayne. But this one to me, to to kind of to put it in perspective. I had more fun watching this movie than I did Batman Forever because I think this is the one where he's like, fuck it, full cartoon. We're not even going to try to make to put any depth in this whatsoever. It's going to be so outlandish that I'm not going to lie. Like I actually maybe for the first 30 minutes, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun going back and watching how absurd this movie is. But by the time they get Alicia Silverstone gets in her costume and it's this big, wonderful moment where she's like, you know, Batgirl's finally the, the thing and the thing and the cow and all these things and all these gratuitous shots of like crotches and butts that the movie starts with and ends with. And then five minutes later, she gets in a brand new costume. <laughs> it's the ice costume. And you're like, fuck it. Why not? Right. It was no explanation. Like in the other ones, at least there was a reason they switched their, co- their <laughs> yeah, costume. The right? sonar no costume. explanation fucking here at all. They're all in new costumes. And then when they come back to the cave, Robin's in his old costume when it's like what fucking got cut and edited out here and what like what the fuck is going on? I don't know. I hate the costumes in this one. I hate the Batmobile in this one. Like and that's coming from me. This Andy Batmobile hit this. We got all, is the most- hit it. Suit, suit, suits. Right? I don't fucking care, dude. dude What's suits, up, everybody? Suits. Welcome to the podcast. Within a podcast. Within a podcast. Within a podcast. Where we rank all the suits. We rank all the things. We rank all the stuff. We rank all the doober doobers. Now, yep. you, what, Tim, where do you want to start? You want to start with the suits? We got the suits uh, up. Yeah, the suits are up, so we can we can start there. Like, guys, what? Who wants to start this off? I've already. I said this on the episode of the KF podcast when we first ranked the suits, the predecessor, if you will, that. The upgraded version, the frost version of the bat suit is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. I in think- terms of this is I, I hold on, hold on. This is something that I would have designed as a kid as a Batman variant. Like if I me sketching in my comics of being like, oh, I would love a Batman had something like this. That's exactly what it would look like with all the extra silver segments on his arms and his mm-hmm. bicep. Like it looks fucking god awful. But the Robin variant the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like the coolest like, thing You just love Robin, Eddie, and I appreciate no, dude, your commitment dude, to the Robin suit. It's the idea that the suit looks cool as shit. That Robin suit has always looked cool to me, especially when they do the sort of the Nightwing variant or whatever with the red and black. But then the idea... God damn it. <laughs> it's also that it took him like 20 more seconds to get shit up for this. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rock and Robin, this podcast within a podcast. The pocket. Why did I stop the song? Uh, where we rank the suits of Robin and the cinematic thing, but we were talking about the bat suits. Can we get the Robin suits up, Kevin? I'm looking for them, but they're not as available. <laughs> <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> so many segments. Uh, Andy, where do you want to rank uh, the Robin suits that we have in this film? Right now, remember, Robin suits are ranked number one, the Batman Forever Robin suit. The number two is Bat- Robin 1966. So where do you want to put Red Robin from this one? Just the straight up black with the red Robin. It's number dope. one. Number That's number one. one. It's cool. number one. The red Robin is just a, it's a cool ass variant. Again, I love the simplicity but sleekness of ju- of the mask. It's always looked really really cool to me. Just the sort of eye covering thing. And then we get the silver variant. I know we're not ranking that, but I think it's just no. We are. We have to rank it. Any suit that's worn, we have to rank. So that's what what I want to say right here for you, Andy Cortez. Is again on the kind of funny podcast. I think we all shat all over you. We opened our anuses and went Jesus and just shit all over your face. You know what I mean about this this Robin thing and this Robin thing. I got to agree with you too. Red Robin suit is number one. It's better than their comic book variant uh, from Batman Forever, which in itself was cool. And then just the silver looks awesome to me. Like the fact that it was a silver mask as well. Like imagine Andy who loves the Mega Man X suit variants experiencing that, right? Building upon like the Mega yeah. Man like yeah. standard blue suit and getting all the cool ad- and seeing this, this is just like a dream come true. It's a cool suit. So then you, so is Batman and Robin's ice variant for Robin number two, right behind it? Yeah, right behind I it. I agree. Nice well, job, I agree. Andy. Nice job, Andy. <laughs> that was good, Nick. That was good. Hey, You're guys, doing your job. I'm on point. Sorry, Wait, back, back we, to the bat yeah. suits. Can we just for back a second talk suits, about man. how cool the fin looks? I know that there's two tones to it, but I just think that like the the helmet is the coolest we've had Kevin, so no. far. It's terrible. It's, it's awful. Wait, what no. do you think? About the silver one? I like the ears. Like, what's going on it's with the all ears? Yeah, it's all Again, it, the whole point of the suits was, that, okay, I'm going to put another suit on. This is going to be the cold suit, the Arctic suit, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that they had, this one had were some hand warmers. You know the glove warmers, Greg, when you put them in, you know, yeah. or like the ones that dry your boots? That's basically <laughs> all they had in this. That's the whole point of this. I thought he was going to get hit with ice at, when I saw this originally, and it was going to like repel the ice. Yeah, you know? sorry, for he's not on my watch. And my favorite really thing, too, is like thought. these Arctic suits, right? Like, they're not even the ones where they use the ice skates. Like, those are just the no, normal suits. Those are my skates. God. Just in case they need to play hockey. The more I just where they click understand. their heels. I just don't understand what's happening on the arms there. Like, it's it's this George Clooney suit is an abomination, man. It's, it looks like tribal tattoos. It's one of those things where if you if you walked out, Andy, and and you were on the precipice of becoming a huge Hollywood star, and you saw this suit, would you be like, "No, oh, this is it. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna kill my career." I was had a chance. What, uh, Greg, I mean, I was making an observation, and I feel like you'll you might be the only one that understands this. Kevin, can I, I get a shot of just me and Andy? No. Fuck. Can everybody okay. else turn off their camera? Do it in your brain. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. No. Here, I'll do it right now. No, I can't. No, I can't no, go, no, Kevin's going to figure long. this out. Kevin's, Kevin's oh, figuring it out. All right. Hold on. Uh, and no. it's. No. It's the scene. Andy, though, I need you to hold it. it. I need you to hold it. Hold on. I'll fill time. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. You're right, though, Andy. The Robin suit is dope. Awesome. There you go. See, what's up, everybody? I was filling time with the Rock and Robin song. <laughs> Andy, what did you want to say to just me? Kevin's got it good enough. This is good enough, Kevin. This is good enough. I like I like kind of having Kevin's face in there. Because, you know, Kevin might understand it, too. Kevin, get your face a little bit in here, like 25%. There it is. That's perfect. That's perfect, Kevin. Perfect. All right. Um, the scene where the evil uh, scientist is working on Bane, 
John Glover. Shout out to John Glover, voice of the Riddler in the animated series. Lionel Luther and Smallville clamp in uh, Gremlins 2. His look, his vibe, the whole vibe of that scene, the darkness of it, injecting venom into Bane, selling this off or whatever, Bane getting crazy. Think of that scene. Think of the scene where Poison Ivy is created, right? Uh, She falls to the ground. She comes back out of her. All of these scenes really reminded me of Borderlands cutscenes. Okay. Am I off with this? Mm-hmm. Sure. No. I, I, I didn't get that before, but I can see that. Yeah, it, like of, like imagine the introduction of John Glover, and it was like, Doctor Jason Woodrow, exactly. he fucking is a psycho or whatever. Exactly. Like just yeah. I, and and not only what was happening on screen, but just the cartoony nature of it all. Where you know, Borderlands is a very kind of it's a game that doesn't really take itself too serious with its humor and what it does. So the sure. the idea of these like silly ass villains acting cartoony, it just reminded me so much of. A Borderlands cutscene, and there's so many other moments. Even with, you know, uh, Mr. Freeze in the wherever they were with the ice skating sequence, like all that bullshit just reminds me <laughs> of Borderlands, man. Sure, sure, I can see that. I can see that. Kev, can I- you bring up the the thing I sent to assets, the picture of Robin? Hold on, he's. And while you are, that, are we doing this thing where point? like we don't do the plot if Greg doesn't like the movie? Is that what yeah. we're doing? I don't well, like that. Greg's no, plot I, I, that no right it's just, I mean we when we fuck around like we all have stuff to say. I sometimes I don't think you have to worry about it as much. Oh, that's cool. God, that's look at that. See, I wish you like, that would have been my number one. That's just too damn cool. I know I'm biased, but still. you're an audio listener. It's Chris O'Donnell and his Red Robin suit, but they turn the Red Robin blue and like Nightwing, and then it's this jet black suit, and there's no I, cape, so it looks like Nightwing. I wish people so. cared about these movies more. Like I wish there was a moment where. When he goes off to do it on his own, he's like, I, now the suit's blue because I like blue or something, you know? I just want to know this. what machine makes these suits so quickly. Yeah. And where, where, no, where it's, it's Alfred, right? He it's sits Alfred. there stitching. Is it a but I mean, more than that, though, he's also a dope-ass, like, graphic designer. Like, he yeah. comes up. When this movie starts and we get the Batman logo. Yeah, no, yeah. And you're right, Nick. You're right. It's not. But when it has the Batman logo and then it has the Robin <laughs> logo and they're together and, like, they're like, they're Batman and Robin now. It's like, all right, what cool. about when Robin Girl fucking motorcycles through a fucking wall and the Robin signals punched right into the goddamn wall yeah. perfectly? <laughs> what about, what about the part where there's more destruction being caused by the Dark Knight and his his ward? What about the get part Batgirl where... and, it, and he's just like, oh, don't worry, I've been thinking about this for a while. Like she has her logo ready. It's just a skinnier bat, but hey, it's yeah. different. What the fuck? Why this? It, it's just so weird. And I get it. Why am I questioning the logic in this movie of any movie? But it's still it's comical. It's, it makes me laugh. The commitment that they have to not making sense. Guys, There's... remember, we're still in best bat suit of the podcast within a okay. podcast within the podcast. Number one is Phantasm. Number two is Batman Returns. Number three is Batman Forever Normal. Number four is 89 Batman. Number five is Sonar Suit Batman Forever. Number six is 66 Batman. And right now, number seven is Batman and Robin Ice. We still need to put the just normal George Clooney I have nipples suit. I gotta look at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm having... Pull it up one more time, Kevin. Just normal. Type in George Clooney nipples. I, I so like much you... of it is. So much of it is is that George Clooney is iconic, obviously. You know what I mean? ER, the Ocean's Rosie. movies, yeah. that Nespresso <laughs> ad he does with Danny DeVito. Yeah. But this looks like he's just in a Batman suit. Like, And there's a part where he's talking and like it's hanging loose around his jaw, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't get me wrong. I still don't think it's as bad as Sonar Suit Batman Forever, which is what puts me into a weird spot. Because I think I would have put 66 above this, but the way we have the rankings already, I need to vote it at number five above Sonar Suit Batman below 89 Batman. I feel like in this movie with how things were shot, we had a lot more of the torso turns instead of instead of just the head turns. Because it feel like I felt like we regressed in the suit cowl technology 
and it became less flexible, thus I making mean, it harder for him to be yeah. a fantastic actor like I we know he is. I think yeah. the I just, normal suit, though, is actually, I think we're downplaying the normal suit, though, because it's... That's it's, what we're talking it's, about. It's kind of cool. I, 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 I hate how shiny it is. It's like, and that's... I, we'll I get to like the, the Batmobile in a second. No, I didn't. I hate that. It's be in the shadows and hide. Matt. It should be matte black. Yeah, but I think, I think shiny. once they decided to go crazy, colorful cartoon with it, I think it was an actual interesting. I think it was a strong choice for them to make because it actually reflects light a little bit more. When they decided to go colorful cartoon, they did that in the first one. Well, These they are did, all cartoons, man. No, I mean, like Joel Schumacher decided to take it to a different level with Forever. And then this is just like on steroids. I mean, everything is just... There's only one place apparently in all of Gotham City where there isn't colored gobo lights happening everywhere, and that's Wayne Manor. That's the only place where normal lighting exists in Gotham. Everywhere else, it's like when you walk into a ballroom and it doesn't have blinding gobos hitting your eyeballs. People are like, "You're not, you're not in fucking Gotham. This man. ain't this Gotham. Is some bullshit Metropolis shit." Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, like if we took both these movies, Forever and Batman and Robin, and cut them randomly, scene by scene, if every scene on the DVD was just interspaced randomly with each other, it wouldn't feel any different. No, you wouldn't be able to tell the wouldn't. difference between what I'm saying the, is what, what I'm saying colorful. is I think no well I think this one I think this one probably would I think you could probably I, I don't know I don't know who I, I don't know who I, lit and shot this one but I, I guess like you know lighting and, and uh, aesthetics aside I feel like Batman Forever obviously went a a pretty cartoony route and then they came to a crossroads and say said do we back off of that or do we turn up to eleven. We turn it to eleven. Down on this, and they went so hard into it, and I think the movie just got worse and worse uh, yeah. because of it. I, like it, like I, 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 Tim, I understand where you're coming from. Like they are, they are committing to this silly ass nature of the movie, but just because they're committing to it doesn't mean it's good or entertaining. Oh no, like, I'm not saying it is. I think they both committed equally, and they both suck. But it's like, I, I, what about this is turned up to 11 that wasn't in Forever? Forever had Riddler and Two-Face next to each other, like, laughing. It had the Batmobile turning wait, and going up a building. Are we talking about the suit still, or? No. Oh, we still, no, we no still have not ranked the Clooney. Oh, okay. I, I think the Clooney I've, suit I've is said not that, that it goes bad. at number five. I, where, where is that, above and below? Below I, 89, above Sonar suit from Forever. Greg, is this where you're talking there. about the neck where it, like, lifts, like, it's loose? Wait, who said that? Someone said that, right? I did. I had said that. I was talking about it in, yeah, I guess so, but it's, like, in the in the movie, he moves his head. There's, like, a scene I where think it's it all, looks like, fine. I think, I think the more interesting thing to, to rank, though, is where George Clooney is as Batman, because I love George Clooney, and I will always love George Clooney, but he made zero effort to be different in, as Bruce Wayne. Than What's Batman. up, everybody? Welcome to Rad... Uh, I'm sorry, Rugu, Ragu Bad Guys, where rad guys talk bad guys. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. This is a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Uh, right now, the rankings for the Batman are number one, 89, Michael Keaton. Number two, Jeez. Phantasm, Kevin Conroy. Number three, Batman Returns, Keaton. Number four, Batman Forever, Kilmer. Number five, 66, Adam West. We are ranking George Clooney's Batman... When he's in the bat Hi, please. I'm Batman. Here's my American Express Batman forever Dead last. Card. Dead <laughs> I think, last. I think it's last, too. I, and this is no disrespect to Clooney. I love George Clooney. He just did not try no. at all to distinguish at anything. And any, at any point you take him from one scene to another, he is exactly the same emotional level the entire movie. Nick, don't be afraid to say, like, no disrespect. Like, full disrespect. He just didn't try, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, I, it, it's, not, it's not just, like... I don't know. I think sometimes you can tell when an actor is just getting bad direction and what to do, but they were, it feels like in this movie, maybe he was frustrated by 
what he was given by Schumacher and just you said, think? I don't care anymore. I don't fuck it. Like so many of the lines he was given had zero emotion, zero care to it. It's just, it was all terrible. It sucks. So my argument is George awesome. Clooney looks and sounds so good that it's like, he doesn't need to care. And he's still better than Michael Keaton. You guys are insane. And it's like, he sucks in this as Batman. And he sucks in this as Bruce Wayne. Val Kilmer's number one. This list is ridiculous. But I, I would put Val Kilmer and then Clooney. So I guess I agree. Clooney's last on this list. Dead last, Batman and Robin, George Clooney. But it leads us to a very interesting argument we haven't right. had on the podcast within yeah. a podcast within a podcast. Andy, hit the new song. Of what? <laughs> hey, just hit it. <laughs> hit a fucking song, Andy. Song. New. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ragubua. This is where rad guys talk Bruce Wayne's. We haven't been ranking the Bruce Wayne's. We've been ranking the Batman's. We haven't been ranking the Bruce Wayne's. I gotta tell you, I'll, here's what I'll say. And if you don't actually do it, Nick, because you're a wet blanket, I know you got to get to your lacrosse meeting right after this. God forbid you talk about the fucking film. There are important issues on the target. <laughs> What I'll bring up here is that like yeah, I think I think George Clooney's not good at ba- as Batman, but his Bruce Wayne has at least a little bit of dimension, and I don't think oh, it's the right charming. amount. But I like where I like he he's charming. I like his relationship with Alfred, where he tells him I I love you and like puts his head on him, and like Alfred calls him their son. We had a whole different conversation when we get to Ragu Alpha before we rank the Alfreds. I mean, we got a lot of things going on here. But I thought you know George Clooney's Bruce was. This is the problem, of course, is that we've been brought up, and I think obviously the way you would expect it to be for most times is that Batman is Batman and Bruce Wayne's the mask, whereas George Clooney's just George Clooney throughout this. But George Clooney actually acts as a decent Bruce Wayne. Yes, go ahead, Andy Cortez. I, the, the only reason why I would have George Clooney much lower on the list, the hair. Like I, he's, He still has the short ER hair. Yeah, I want awesome. the part to the side, longer Val Kilmer-style even animated Batman like I, I just it's the short sort of nature of George Clooney's hair that's always been like the Clooney style that's always been Tim back in the day Tim let me tell you about mm-hmm, this George mm-hmm. Clooney character he was coming uh, coming up in ER and he just combed his hair straight to the front and it was very very oh, very everyone short. did it and when it we was saw called it, we all did it it was yeah. called the Clooney and everybody wanted the Clooney the Clooney shouldn't be on Bruce Wayne's head but see I feel like he wrong, is Andy. so iconically this playboy badass Bruce Wayne that like modern Bruce Wayne Greg looks more like this right like he has the shorter hair like in the uh the comic run from the new 52 like Bruce well, Wayne looks more like from the dead order Yeah he looks more like Clooney hair wise yeah. at least I feel I, like he's I, still got a part most of the time yeah, I think Bruce Wayne's always got you got to have a little bit longer up top, part of to the side. Yeah, like the Greg Miller, like Greg Miller, is the Bruce Wayne hair. I think. The, I think the more pressing question is why is Greg constantly mispronouncing his name with a French accent? George Clooney. Why? Why do you keep saying that, Greg? It's George. 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 Soft G. You need that soft G. No, I listen. I love George Clooney. I. I. He's. He's impossible not to like. He's so devilishly charming that you can't not like him in this. I just think, I think Tim's right. Or whoever made that point was right. That at a certain point he was just like, it maybe it was like day five and he's like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm just going to play this like me and have fun with it. And then just move on with my career and hope it doesn't, and, you know, I'll move on to out of sight or whatever the hell I'm going to do next. Ocean's 11. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. Yeah. Val Kilmer was asked if he wanted to play Batman again, but by his own admission and due to his commitment with the saint, from 1997 he was not interested after experiencing difficulties working with kilmer on batman forever joel schumacher was insistent that the the actor not return for the fourth film in the franchise so that worked out yeah yeah 
What are you going to do? What are this you going to do? This was, the, I mean, this is sad too because I feel like the studios pushed Joel Schumacher into this, into into wanting it to be more like a cartoon, and I just it ruined it. And you know, I shout out to Joel Schumacher for taking full responsibility for this and being like, I mean, you know, I'm the director. This is this is what happened. I made this movie. It's no one else's fault. It's not like. I don't know. It's the, the fact that at the fact that at some point, um, who who wrote this? I think it was um, shit. I forget who the writer was, but uh, people were giving him shit too. I was like, no, he came up with McGregor syndrome, and that Alfred had McGregor syndrome, and that Mister Freeze could could cure him. That's that, dumb. That's, that's <laughs> Alfred yeah, that's being so dumb. bad. That dying that's is so, dumb. He's dying of the same thing that that Nora was dying from. A very oh. rare disease. They point yeah. out how rare it is. And, so rare. And. He had the the cure for when it, it's in its early stages. Like, cool. All on right. him, on his body. He yeah. had the cure. Well, he likes on carrying him. it. When you figure that kind of thing out, like you're ready to go at any time. Until you get a copyright, you don't want to just give that up to right. anybody. Right. You know That's what I mean? Because uh, if Big Pharma gets it, then we're going to be paying thousands of dollars for one vial. Not only are there a lot of weird ass things happening with uh, with Alfred, like every, and just anytime they cut to him, and he's like, uh, like it's just yeah. all so bad. He's it's, none of it. His is good. lungs are none filling it, with water. Well, well, is that is that what it is? Is that what yeah, I looked it McGregor? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, is I, it a real thing? No. Science, 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 science with Kevin. Yeah. It's not a real thing. It's a thing they made up. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well, one of my favorite one of my favorite sequences is uh, Alicia Silverstone talking to Robin and saying, "You know what? I just I hate him being here. This life of servitude, blah blah blah. This master, blah 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 thing is just it's not for him. He hates it here." And Robin's like, what do you mean? He loves it here. We're his family. And then she goes, uh, he's sick. He just won't tell you. And he's like, he's sick? And out of nowhere, Bruce Wayne goes, he's dying. He's not sick. <laughs> he's, he's dying. dying. The, the whole time, Bruce Wayne is just sitting there watching this interaction. But then but then here's here's how he knows. But then here's what the explanation is. Bruce Wayne goes, yeah, he's dying. He's like, what? Why wouldn't he tell us? And he goes, oh, he hasn't. I could just tell. <laughs> That's how the sequence I mean, it's he's the so world's fucking... best invest, uh, detective. Like, you know, like obviously so he's going to know. Dude. I was laughing in my bed watching it. Like, I was like, wow, this is truly, truly bad sh- stuff right here. Do we talk about Alf Alf, where we rank the Alfreds in the universe. Right now we have number one, Phantasm. Number two, Batman Forever, Alfred. Number three, 89, uh, Bat- Alfred. Number four, Batman Returns. Number 66, Alfred. What did we think of the performance of Batman and Robin's Alfred? His biggest role to date for Michael role, for sure. He's got to I mean, stop I, telling people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, stop. Stop now, creating. Now, remember, this time new- he was trying to, if you don't remember, of course, Alfred Pennyworth in this Batman universe comes from a long line of servants. That is all they're allowed to do. And so he doesn't tell a random person this time. He's trying to tell his brother part of the Maharaji's court that is constantly traveling through India. So he didn't give it away to just anybody. He gave it away to his brother who would understand. Listen, Maj, it's a big deal hanging with you, but I got to go. Batman and Robin need me. Mm -hmm. They're the protectors of Gotham City. Except for the fact that like, he was totally prepared for uh, Alicia Silverstone to figure it out. Like, so much so that the she AI per- computer oh, he programmed was ready to go. I'm like, oh, hey. I uh, thought you might do this. Yeah. But I like how they still keep, like, the, the 80s, like, Pepsi commercial uh, guy. Like, uh, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, Back yeah, to the yeah, Future. Yeah, Back uh, to the Future. 80s. So this is the only film in the original series in which none of the villains learn Bruce Wayne's identity as Batman. Batman tells the Joker in 89 his identity of Bruce Wayne. Catwoman and Penguin see 
Batman Unmasked and Returns, and the Riddler and Two-Face read Bruce Wayne's mind in Batman Forever. Right. But neither Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, nor Bane uncover the... We haven't even talked about Bane. Oh. <laughs> Uncovers the identities of Batman, Robin, or Batgirl. As of 2015, this is the only Batman film in which Bruce Wayne's love interest does not learn he is secretly Batman. Can we take a step back, though? Because I do, I do want to call attention to a couple things before I forget. Got to rank Alf-Alf. Um, fine, dead last. I, I I was hoping he'd die. By about yeah. forty five minutes, I was like, just fucking die. Like, yeah. can we bring in someone other another character into so this? That actually, Jesus Christ, man, McGregor syndrome, whatever. When she hacks the computer for the first time, the graphics of what happened on screen is what I one day hope when we eventually get the new studio, Tim. That when we walk in, I enter the code Tim T I M. And then all of a sudden, just our faces. It was just like bad. Clip art, art, clip art is going all over. Floating up the thing. 3D, I'm like, like <laughs> renderings. What, what but, program but did Nick he use also, to make these motion graphics to, for this intro? But Nick, also the idea that it did the perfect 90s thing of let's project these images on their face to show yeah. them what they're looking at. I yeah. love when, when movies do that shit. I fucking love that thing, dude. There's, Why? There's, that it's got a so lot about that. So and then terrible. the other thing, the other shot in this movie that always gets me is there's a moment where they're fighting Poison Ivy and Robin's in the water and he comes out of oh the water. Oh my God. And then they just they were like, it. we need to be like him being pulled back in. So they just rewind the footage. It and then so it's the same bad. shot when it's he does. Like, then he comes out of the water again and it's the same shot. They didn't even use a different take of him coming out of the water. How How is that in this movie? I they think that is know. one of the most get bizarre the things. How is anything Robin does in this movie? There's a moment where he just screams at Bruce Wayne because Bruce was like, your, your motorcycle can't make it. Jump, yeah. I can make it. And then, he gets all, <laughs> and then he screams at him in goo. He's covered in goo. And they're like, want the same screen as before. So he's like, ah. Uh, yeah, that goo, I think, is ice cream. And it's I, ice cream, I've yeah, always yeah. really, really enjoyed that scene. Oh, well, that does make it a little <laughs> I, bit more I, fun. I will say this. They definitely you know, could have built out a bit more of that resentment in robin because again like in just like in forever did where he ki- robin kisses that random girl after he stole the the batmobile and, and then batman, gets, the girl? batman gets there and he starts fighting batman immediately and he just turns on a dime kind of the same thing here where you know i i guess leave it to the the viewer's imagination where maybe there's been years of of robin feeling like he's just kind of second fiddle to batman which like I mean, first off sense. you are yeah. Like, I don't he understand knows. why you're expecting when he goes, it's not Ro- it should be Robin and Batman. Like, well, like I, all of this co- sort of like relationship is just developed so terribly and they expect it to be good and for us to care. And it's just not, dude. It's just not. So it's scary. It. It's scary how bad it is, man. Almost like, as scary as Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. This episode Ooh. is brought to you by HBO Max. As we all know, Halloween's going to look a little different this year as we continue to adhere, adhere to social distancing guidelines. But you can still keep the Halloween spirit alive, and that's why we've partnered with HBO Max this Halloween season. HBO Max has many classic Halloween films now streaming, like The Haunting, Night of the Living Dead, and the Curse of Frankenstein. Also, they got The Invisible Man, which was a fantastic movie that came out this year. Now, that's scary to think about. Uh, ready or not, It Chapter 2, all of them are on HBO via HBO Max. HBO Max has so many Halloween films now streaming from bone-chilling scares to family favorite moments. Uh, check out their extensive library of hit horror movies. Uh, if you have the guts to stream this Halloween season, sign up. For your seven-day free trial on HBO Max by heading to bit.ly slash HBO Max kinda. That's bit.ly slash HBO M-A-X 
K-I-N-D-A. Bit.ly slash HBO Max kinda. Check it out. Exciting stuff. And also, thank you guys for sponsoring us. That's pretty cool. Um, and also, thank you to Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone's looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you are still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt. It's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online platform that knows that you're more than just a credit score. Now it's time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed-rate payment. One of my really good friends recently did this, and it just made it a lot easier for him to wrap his head around uh, getting everything paid off and it helped him out a lot. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. Uh, free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash morning. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. That's upstart.com slash morning. Back to it. I'll pack it the weed. I can't wait right, to so watch Witches, weeks. you know what I mean? Oh, I just watched Scanners last oh. night on HBO Max. Was that just a Bane groan? Okay, let's um, talk shout about out Bane. Bane. Shout out to Bane being just in the, the in costumes. And like that's the commitment to this movie that I appreciate. Where they're just like, nobody cares. This shit's fucking stupid. Let's put him in a trench coat. When, let's they put him come, in a when, they, when they're like, let's oh, these giant, giant gorilla. These people mm-hmm. sneaked have- into like the airport or something. And it's just the picture of like. The was it inspired by Gone with, Gone with the Wind? I have no idea, but it's it like, like, like we found these. We found this exclusive security photo. It's a perfect photo of just the two of them getting off a plane. You're like, fucking these guys stick out like a sore thumb. This guy's uh-huh. in a full luchador mask with a fedora <laughs> and a trench coat for no reason. And then we cut into the car, and I think this is how dumb Joel Schumacher assumes the audience is. They were like, if we don't show Uma Thurman putting a wig on. They won't know it's the same person that they saw with the red hair. So she like takes 15 seconds to just put this wig on. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then, and then we get her in the red hair, which begs the question, Andy, which one is the real wig? Oh, wow. Is just it like a wig? Over. I don't uh, know. Wigging out with Scarpino. Thank you to Greg Miller for getting some sleep last night and picking up on my cues. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wigging Out with Nick Scarpino, a podcast within a podcast within Greg's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I want you all know you're in the Greg Miller Podcast Network. We and are I will charging you 15 cents for being. That there. is fine because we are in an inception. I'm not quite sure how many levels we've gone through. What's going on? There are certain wigs that Uma Thurman wears in this that look okay, and then there are some costume choices that don't look good. Namely, the two boobs on her head, the two like yeah, cones. That. That's horrible. Did do it for you? Huh. No, that did not do it for me. And then there's you a moment where she's either. wearing green gloves, but they painted the, the nails fingernails. on the gloves. That, those look and they're so, so creepy. Now, they're guys, also like not uh, look, the right size. It no, sounds like, like we disagree. Ones. All of us disagree, but do we have another according, according to Joey and Gia, the secret to life, Gotham's oh finest, are the head boobs. Oh, uh, the head boobs uh, are both the girls so were bad. thrilled. They loved them. Hey, I'm just delivering the message. No, no, the, secret to, the, light, the secret to light is the gorilla dance. I don't know no. why that did so much for me as a little kid, but it did. By the way, the secret delight should be how many times Uma Thurman decides to use a different accent as Poison Ivy. 
because it starts one way and then at one point it's british and then at one point it's the princess leia from the beginning of new hope and then mm-hmm. eventually it goes down well see ha, we're bad see and then it's back to uma thurman it's what very are your thoughts weird. on vivica a. fox's cameo just a quick i mean the cameos in this are great hey, to freeze fuck me i don't want to fuck Nick. you i have a i have a wife who's frozen okay i'll be waiting though to fuck you all right, bye. Let's, Nick, can let's, we can we talk about the most important cameo in this movie? Are you talking about Jesse the Body Ventura as one of the no. security guards? Because that's you? amazing. No, I'm talking about your the the cameo related to you. Oh uh, yeah, we can we can talk about that. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't find it. My, okay, so I don't know if you guys know this or not, but my wife uh, was uh, she was a professional dancer for a long time in LA, and she's actually in that. She's one of the dancers in the scene with where Poison Ivy shows up, but we could not find her for the life of us last night because she couldn't remember what she was, and I was so mad. I was like, are you the parakeet? And she's like, I could have been the parakeet. I was like, how do you not remember? <laughs> how do you not know? There was one time we were at Nick's house and we literally I rented Batman yeah. and Robin and spent an hour going like frame by frame. And trying it wasn't to find easy to rent scene. it, right? Because we had to like rent no. it on his PS or no, I, we had to get like Amazon on yeah, his PlayStation on and it was like way too we many did. steps. We went through but it. I keep asking her, I was like, it. so wait, you were on set with, um, with all of them? She's like, yeah. I was like, was that not? I was like, do you understand that a this movie came out in what, 97, 98? 97. 97. A 17-year-old Nick, I would have killed to have been on a Batman set. Even though I knew by by then we knew this movie was going to be utter garbage. But the fact of the matter is she was like, Yeah, we did a, we did a couple of days of shooting, and it was like George Clooney was there and Uma Thurma was there. And I was like, That's so fucking cool. I can't stand it. So That's cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> Where were we? We were ranking something. Uh, no, we're 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 listing our, there's no ranking to Secrets Delights. We just shout them out and you get them mm-hmm. listed here. So they've been they've been listed. They've mm-hmm. been put down for the record. Don't worry about it. Good, yeah. good. So okay. I started talking about the Batmobile in the beginning of this, and here we are an well, hour later. Podcast within a podcast within a podcast. We're ranked the Batmobiles right now. It's number one, 1989 Batmobile. Number two, Phantasm's Batmobile. Number three, Batman Returns. We didn't like the luge. Number four is 66 Batmobile. And then Batman Forever, I hate it, said Kevin. That's number five. That's let dead yeah. last. But See, this that's is the it, new dead last, right? I, no. I, that's the thing that's hard for me. It's like, this Batmobile sucks. It, it looks like a Tim Gettys fever dream of just fashion over function way too much. Why is there neon lights? Why is there so many logos? Like, it's ridiculous. But at least it doesn't look like a dildo. Like, I put this one above Forever's. Because Forever's is like, it, it, it makes me uncomfortable to look at. Well, I mean, this one could be, I mean... This it's is one still not good for a dildo. No, I was gonna say, no, I, this looks like a. I, I this, never you wouldn't want to put this in your butt. That's gonna tear. Stuff I never off. saw Batman Forever's as a dildo. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm looking at them both right now. Batman. Forever. I'm, tr- I'm uh, trying to find an image with a lot of them. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. I bet for you. Not for you. I mean, in general, uh, <laughs> that's gonna be tough for you. Uh, <laughs> this, it, I mean, this is the, it. Batman Wait, just, I feel like sucks because like it's got no canopy. He's, he's completely fucking exposed. That's uh, I have to explain it. It's got no, that's Batman Forever. That's Batman it's got Forever? no canopy. Yeah, that's Batman Forever. It's got no canopy. It's got the cool engine like spinny thing in the front. But yeah, this still looks like a dildo for your definition of a dildo is just the dildo. But it's got no canopy. <laughs> so it's got no protection. It's a one seater. Like, what is your definition of a dildo? Why do drive people? It's the first one that's a one seater too that we've seen, right? Yeah, this, I hate this one. I think this is dead last, and I didn't like Batman Forever's either. I do like I the, the lights one, though. One seater's cool though. I think that's no. that's. Makes more sense practical. for a Batmobile. It's just, it's I think just it's one of those more practical. Why, Why are these things so big? A movie called Batman and Robin. Robin he has his own just, stupid little motorcycle, and it gets broken all the time. He needs help. Wait, Wait hold on. You know, he, the question is, why does it need to? If it's a one seater, why does it need to be that big? It doesn't need to be a. V. It's got to be like a tank. 
Oh, Nick cut off. Nick, you're frozen. If you can hear us, you're gone. <laughs> this is actually pretty. Look at the image I found. Granted, I'm gonna try, take up, a few spoilers out of it, but uh, putting them all side know. to side like this, I actually, yeah, I think the what is this? Batman Forever one is the ugliest, and I'd Batman and Robin. I think I think Batman and Robin looks cooler. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. a little it's bit wider. Practical, it's not practical. I want 100 okay. percent agree with that. As long as I'm on the record saying it's not practical, I can admit it's cooler. (sighs) And then, like, you have to mentally put the cartoon one in here because the cartoon one definitely is still first in my in my book. Sure, but it sounds like we're leaning to put this at number four, below the '66 Batmobile, above Batman Forever. Damn, Mm -hmm. no, I I think I think this is cooler than '66. Yeah, I think this is cooler than '66. Also, I don't. I don't either. Or or Nick, you have to be you have to be the deciding vote, vote. So we're saying is this cooler that which 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 okay it's the second from the left right yes. right by the tumbler, right? Yeah. That's cooler yes. than sixty six. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, seeing it right there, it is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll put One it above it. Though. Okay. Yeah. Then now it's uh, number three, Batman Returns. We didn't like the luge. Then Batman and Robin's Batmobile. Then sixty six Batmobile. Then Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. So good. Is is is, happy now, is Bane like can, how how much thinking can he do? Because it seems like he can repeat like every seventh word back to you. I feel like it's it's always the last word. He can drive a car really well. Yeah, he can drive a car very well, and I assume fly an airplane. He's like Hodor. I don't think Hodor could drive a car. I mean, he never had a shot. Fly an airplane though. (laughs) Oh shit! Oh, for sure. It's a good point. It's a really good point. Uh, We gotta we gotta rank the bad guys. Remember when Bane smashes on the wall? And she's like, oh, no, reinforced seal. Not good. And then Mr. Freeze freezes it, and they blow out the wall, yeah. and they look down, and it's a death drop. And it was that thing of, like, man, I can't wait to see what wacky thing they have to get out of this. And they just jump. They just yeah. jump. That was, that was, even once he smashed out the wall, that was Ivy's only move. She didn't plan on getting out of Arkham with him. And what am I? And why is every jump here, why is there no arc to anyone's jumps? Like, why is it that they're clearly on a string going straight across? There's no up and down on anybody. That's true for all of these movies, though. Not all to this level. Not to this it level. It is. It, you Not guys are so level. blinded by lies. There's I just so watched much all these that. movies with you, Tim, and like we didn't complain about that in any yeah, other one. We did. One. We always did. We complained Some about that. Just complained scenes, more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. The jumps have always been bad. How how does Mr. Freeze's gun work? Is it spraying water? That's like yeah, yeah, or cold air, or then, just cold. through diamonds. But here's the thing. Well, the, they're shooting late. I mean, that makes sense. They're shooting lasers through the diamonds that, like, you know. That's getting all the heat and it's shooting out That's the cold. Sense, yeah. But a couple things like if it's shooting out water, which it seems like, because like these people get covered in what looks like ice, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, how does it work that when he's always look cool to me? It looks really cool. Also, the the whole like you have eleven minutes, Good which pun, guys. I, I I don't. Oh, that's funny. Which I don't I don't know where the science is behind you have eleven minutes to unfreeze someone. Uh, well, but like, when, Kevin, actually, I looked this up. You have 11 minutes before your body freezes to death, but also don't forget that there's no oxygen. So you have 11 minutes until your brain is starved of oxygen and can no longer have brain higher. But function. that only takes three minutes for your brain to be starved of oxygen. If you're not, not breathing for cold. three minutes, you die. Well, that's true. Coldness does. Whoa, Nick just jumped. That was weird. No, uh, I was gonna say Nick froze again. Why. He looked like Leisure Suit Larry. Am I froze. Um, um, I, I, um, it's I, all the puns. I wanted to say that one of my favorite parts <laughs> in this whole movie is Mr. Freeze 
when he has his gun and he goes, okay, Batman, chill, chill, chill. It's like, you just needed to say it once, dude. You did not need to repeat it three times. That's when he gets into the party, right? Yeah, and it's just like such a dumb, like, all right, Arnold, like, we heard you the first time. You don't need to keep on saying it. We get that there's a pun here. We understand. understand. One of my least favorite parts of the movie is Batgirl, Robin, and Batman are all together now. And they're just there's no commitment to to individual characters. They're all just brilliant out Great of nowhere. It would take just, a computer genius to do this. And Robin and Back are like, we're computer geniuses. Like, and they just start finishing each other's sentences to figure out this like weird trigonometry to like unfreeze Gotham using the sun because Robin knows what time it is in the Congo. <laughs> Giant what? space mirrors. It's just. Yeah, sure. the idea that Alicia Silverstone jumped in and immediately knew what the situation guys- was with these mirrors, I would have needed like two days prep. I would have needed <laughs> notes. Like I got like I have a lot of questions. I can't she just was, hop in here and it's crazy. She was going to that school specifically for um yep. computer engineering, right? Mirrors. Mm-hmm. That I mean it's like that, I also love the thing that right after she kicks poison ivy into her own plant which for some reason then renders poison ivy ivy out of the game completely what she, batman and robin walk up and she's like it's me barbara it's like no we fucking we do this as a living we know it's you we can t- we know how to look past the domino mask and understand what kind of fucking human being i'm looking at I, I like, moment to- oh Go sorry ahead. there was just a joke immediately after that where they're like i guess we'll have to kill her and then they yeah. walk out yeah kill her later we gotta stop stop freeze What's up, Nick? Uh-oh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an unfortunate one. He looks so die. peaceful. I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, no on. worries. It's all good. Uh, wait, another... Uh, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Uma Thurman getting kicked into the um, giant plant that she was she already sitting in. Yeah. Like, what's the reasoning behind, like, oh, suddenly it ate her? Why can't she control him? I got she control everything. It was really else. weird. For a movie that like should be as simple as this, that was a confusing moment where you're like, huh, that did that did that kill her? No, it didn't kill her because they said they have to come back and kill her. And then you see her at the end when she's like in Arkham. It's like so Batman didn't, they didn't they didn't kill anyone in this one. They're all just in Arkham, which is kind of a cool thing, yeah. right? But it's I, like, I did like the Easter egg of going to Arkham and they get Freeze's suit, right? And the Riddler's suit's there. So yeah. is Two Faces, which doesn't make any sense, but it's still cool that it's there. Yeah. Well, they totally, picked it totally. up from his corpse, right? To put it in jail? <laughs> For some reason, man, that's what it's going to be. That's where I needed to go. Do you think that guard was just selling all that stuff on eBay? Like for sure. Oh, stuff? for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, so in a, a common theme in a lot of these Batman movies has been just horniness, like levels of horniness. Yeah, yeah. And I feel sure. like this one, while didn't have anywhere near the Nicole Kidman levels, the the play of the whole Poison Ivy character in general was just like so what? bizarre. Where it's like, do we need to make Batman and Robin specifically hornier? I don't know that that was a choice that was necessary. Tim, I don't know how you could say this movie had less horniness. Like, that's like a major plot point of like that she's got the pheromones that don't work on Mr. Freeze. And so that's who she's obsessed with now. I'm just saying it's not as horny as Nicole Kidman. Yeah, the Nicole Batman and Robin horniness right here is at least played out a bit in terms of like, all right, cool, it's because of the pheromones, right? It's not their normal level of we just need to fuck. Like, I need to empty these balls. That's Jesus. how they're using it. There's better phrasing. That's how they're running around. Gotham City, Can you, you know empty I mean? them all out in one go or does it take a couple goes? 
Damn. Oh, it takes a couple. Good uh, lord. So you got that. I do, and like, you know, again, like not at all fleshed out or whatever. And, you know, whatever the way they build up this tension between Batman and Robin. I do like, like, I mean, there's things I like in this movie. The end there where Robin is yelling at him and being like, I got to go be on my own, yada, yada, yada. And there's a Robin signal out for me right now, right? Which, again, is like interesting on the way Ivy plays him against each other. But then uh, Batman using the. Listen, uh, you said we have to trust each other, and that's what I'm asking for here, or whatever. Like, I like the way that logical decision plays out to the rubber lips. At which point, if I was Ivy, I would kiss him immediately again, or kiss any other bo- part of his body that's exposed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very bizarre. Just that, again, that whole th- the idea that things here do not develop whatsoever. Like, Robin essentially had just turned and said, "Fuck this." Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm tired of this. I finally had the Robin signal. I'm on my own. And immediately, within three words from Bruce Wayne, three lines from Bruce Wayne, he (laughs) turns back. And it's just. Well, they were having a deep moment. They were having a deep moment. Like, he broke through to him, you know? Yeah, Yeah, but but it's such a show don't tell thing. It's it's the idea that he broke through to Robin after Robin finally said, fuck this. Like, Give Robin, like, I don't know, a couple scenes to say fuck this and, and go off on his own and see what it's like to be on his own and then have Bruce Andy, Wayne they only had two and- hours and four minutes to do all this, you know? That's true. And they also had Batgirl's whole plot to deal with. Yeah. If they which, didn't, which if, was, if they, you replaced all the Batgirl stuff with just more Robin stuff, I feel like they could have made that work a little bit better. But they didn't. One so thing. We're left with what we have. One, uh, just to go back to the uh, Secret Delights or whatever. Because I, I forgot about this. <laughs> I Secret Delights. <laughs> Say it slower. Okay, Kevin. Secret Delights sounded right to me. Um, I really like the the how a lot of this is dumb, but like the the weird motorcycle race where for mm-hmm. two seconds we see all the gangs and one of them is just Clockwork Orange guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, that. Right. I enjoyed that That's whole little cool. like oh that look, was weird. There's all these gangs and they're kind of have their own you know definition like their own themes and stuff. We saw the Neon Kids the, um, again. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually like the guy, the, the lead of the Neon Kid. But when they walked in, I remember, like, I'm like, this guy's actually kind of scary. Where he's like, my pretty. And then they just, Bane just throws them out. And that's it. That's all we yeah, did. They, they actually yeah. put in the whoop. No, like the cartoon, yeah, like, whoop. No, it's yeah. of them getting out of there. Like, There's oh, like three yeah. of those in this movie. Um, and it's just like, why? why? Like, either it's fully commit to the, we're doing the 66 type vibe or or don't. And like, I, I really don't appreciate those sound effects. Well, let's John, go Glover, the, John Glover, when he's doing the Bane demo, and he's like, thank you for coming, Ununited Nations. It's like, oh, God. Well, uh, wait, let's back up here for a second. How, how yeah. old, Tim, how old were you when you saw this movie? The first, uh, time? The first time I saw it, I was like 23. Oh, okay, so you didn't really? see when you were a kid. Did anyone see this when they were like a kid? Kid, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fourteen. And you guys were? Did you? What was your reaction to it? Like, were you like, "This was fucking awesome"? Or were you, I like, saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters, and I don't really remember. I think I was kind of old enough to be like, "All right, that's not a very good movie." Like, I don't remember walking out of this movie feeling stoked by any means. Yeah, it must I, have been. Then, then they must have like he must have just been thinking seven year olds are gonna love this. movie. Yeah, here's the thing: out. I was seven. I think. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I definitely saw it afterwards, and I I'm pretty sure I loved it. Like Kevin I loved, loved it. it. Loved that it. makes sense. But a lot of okay. that's tied to the toys and stuff. Yeah, like they sure. won. Like the toys for Forever and Batman and Robin were legitimately dope as shit. The toys were dope. There's yeah. no question. So yeah, uh, another great another great cops. terrible awkward scene is where uh, they are kind of in. They're showing off sort of Wayne Manor to Batwoman. Batgirl, Alicia Silverstone. That's not very PC. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. well, that's that's later it's on. Which like line. really released. That's fucking weird. weird but line. I just love where they kind of, uh, I guess, convince her to live there, and she's sort of. It's it's a scene that you just have to watch again because the amount of weird kind of zoom in smiles of like everybody being like, <laughs> like it's, it's, like, it's, it's is that, is that where she's like, I don't thing. really like all this hoity toity rich stuff. It's like, what, but okay, who does it? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Why would you? You're from. Why, why does this thing. suck? So so many weird scenes like that. In addition to just weird zoom ins of people's faces, there's a couple of sequences towards the beginning after the weird zoom ins of what they are wearing and the they're trying to do like the, I guess, the guy Richie thing that I think of like the fast motion kind of Edgar Wright Shaun of the Dead type stuff. But it's you know it's the costumes are really really uh, cheesy zoom in moments. But there's sometimes where it just like shows George Clooney's face like really zoomed in. (laughs) I just don't understand what the thought process behind that sort of directing, man. Uh, All of that just kind of seemed seemed like they had a lot of different cuts where they overshot it and were just like, okay, let's get a lot of close-ups of a bunch of different things. And they put them all together on a timeline. And they expected that someone was going to go in and edit it at some point. But they're like, (laughs) they never did that. So they're just like, let's just keep them all in. Because it's like. I get showing a couple key things and like I get that the butt is like and the dick's like a funny joke, you know, and like that it, it like comes back again. It's like, all right, this is like eye roll in a weird way of like why why do we why do we need to see the nipples? We know they're there. <laughs> like why do we need to go harder on it? But uh I, I loved that stuff because it's so like it makes these movies at least watchable to hate them for how stupid and dumb they are. Where it's like at least this movie is so bad that it's fun. I don't understand how Mr. Freeze, when he drops off in the beginning, when he's like escaping with his wingsuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. We, sure. we already talked about them sending Batman to space to die. Yeah, when they, when they destroy the wingsuit and he finally escapes and is like dropping down, I don't understand how that gun is propelling him up fast enough to <laughs> the, not uh, just I, immediately hit the ground. Right. And fucking so that, that was one of the things I was trying to bring up earlier when I was talking about how the gun works. That's where I actually was leading to, where it's like, okay, if it's shooting water out, like, why doesn't it just create, like, an ice barrier for him to land on when he – like, not that it would stop him, you know? Yeah. It, it's just such a weird Fair design enough. where, like, he's shooting down and I guess it's blowing cold air down. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. A, I don't know, Kevin, but it's a cold, cold town. <laughs> also, the place that he was shooting all the ice in, why did it have, like, five or six giant bank, like, vault doors? That were just there and open. You remember? He like runs through and then all of a sudden the, the ice truck thing like breaks through a wall. I don't remember any of that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sperm well, ice that's, truck. Where, that's where, yeah, where, uh, you know, Chris O'Donnell jumps at him and he freezes him and then yes. Batman puts and him in the water him. and then, and then the water the turns water. red. Yeah. Fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, movie, this movie is a fever dream, but yeah, I love just how, like, the idea that if Chris O'Donnell is frozen, he becomes five pounds, and you could just lift him super easily. Totally, like, totally. He's, 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 he's super strong. Come on. He's a heavy human being, also covered in heavy ass fucking ice. Yeah, but ice and makes Batman you lighter. Just like, let me just drop you in here. <laughs> like, ice so. floats in water, though. So how funny lighter, would it have yeah, been? How funny there. would it have been if he drops it in there and it like dramatically falls and cracks? He's <laughs> <just> like, oh <laughs> fuck. Like, oh shit. Hey, shout out to those two scientists at the end who are having one of those days. You know what I mean? That it's one of those on the days. <laughs> They hang for approximately three hours, yeah. just making weird one-liners. Tim, Tim it was eleven minutes. 
All right. Or else everyone died. I guess died. then. Or everyone right. died. Yeah. I like when they fall. Batman uh, does this thing where he hangs upside down like a bat, but he does it all awkwardly, yeah. and it looks like he's not supposed to be doing it, but he just does it. I'm like, what is going on? Why is that? It's fucking movie. Yeah. The last Welcome fact I have for you here is <laughs> where we rank the bad guys in Batman's Rogue Gallery. Currently, it's number one, 89, Batman's Joker. Number two, Phantasm, Joker, and Phantasm. Number three, Batman Returns, Max Penguin and the Cat. Number four, Batman Forever, Riddler and Two-Face. Number five, 66, Catwoman, Riddler, Joker, and Penguin. Where do we want to put Mr. Freeze, Bane, and Poison Ivy? I, I'm going to shock the world right now. I think number two because I love Arnold Schwarzenegger so much wow. as Mr. Freeze. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, that's a guy right there, Andy, who's just having a great time earning $25 million for like six days of shooting. And I'll say this. Not only is it like kind of entertaining because it's so bad, but I love the makeup. I love the sparkly like face sure, paint. Looks, that looks, looks really cool. It looks, it looks oh. cool as shit. Uh-oh. Wait. Oh. There it is. Oh, we're fine. Oh, we're fine. Everything's fine. Oh, okay. We're still here. Is it me? Is it me? No, Sorry. No, no, who, no. Who, was, who was number Everybody's one and two? Number one is 89 Batman Joker. Number two yeah. is Phantasm Joker and Phantasm. Number no. three is Batman Returns. Number four is Batman Forever. Number five is 66. I think above Batman Returns is what I'd say. Because like I also, while... Man, we are split all over the map. That's absolutely cool. ridiculous and in a lot of places terrible. So I have like everyone else on this list, you know? And at least oh, Bane, like... I remember being a kid and being like, holy shit, Bane went from being like this little tiny guy to this big old monster. This is Kevin's argument. I just think that the mask. I that, oh, it's so cool. Let's put him. I think we put it for sure above 66. My question is, we put it above forever. Yeah, I think we do. I, see, I don't think we do because I like like Riddler. All the same things we're talking about Arnold. We could say about Riddler. Yeah, in, but in the last but, one, but like, I will ask you this. I will ask this, and this is a question for whoever gets this right first gets a candy bar. What killed the dinosaurs, Greg? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. <laughs> that is true. That is Fuck true. Yourself. As a bad guy, I think that the Riddler and Two Face plan made more sense than any of the plans we've seen in any of these movies so far. And I think that that needs to be taken into consideration when we're I talking about Tim. bad guys. I think what that these guys are entertaining to hate bad guys. We watch this movie and we hate them and the nonsense that's happening, but the performance can be kind of fun because it's so thing. bad. But that's not what this list is about. This is about the best. This is sure. Ragu Bagu, a.k.a. Ragu Roga. <laughs> All right? And, like, we need to sit here and treat it with the respect it deserves, Nick. All Poison All right, Ivy wanted to Guys, all Poison Ivy wanted to do was kill everyone. And she, they got <laughs> damn close. She they got tricks, so close. They, she tricks... Uh, Mr. Freeze into like, like going trying to destroy everyone. And by the I, way, that was impressive. Hold on, hold on, hold on. really don't line up together. You know what yeah, I mean? No, but they do. The only, the only reason that that didn't work out is because they had a fucking police body cam on this shit. And which, by the way, I <laughs> I hate I hate when movies do the thing of here's the secret footage we we have that I'm going to show you, Mr. Freeze of of Man. of of exactly Poison Ivy, like, here's the proof of this shit, and it's exactly, it's just the same shot from the same camera. Like, why can't they ever make it look like a shitty Don't they have camera? Don't they have coverage somewhere? Yeah. It just, I hate the way, I hate when movies do that stuff. I hate it. So anyways, <laughs> you don't uh, I, uh, raise your hand if you think they uh, deserve to be higher on the list than 66. Everyone's hand is up. Raise your hand if they th- should they should be above Batman forever. Damn. It is... It, 
Wait, oh, are you oh, in right, Nixon, Nixon, Nixon. Come on, Nick. Jim Carrey <laughs> sucks. It sucks watching Jim Carrey overact, and that's what we had to deal <laughs> with. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. It it's right. Right. Oh, it's, oh, not it's, up. it's more fun to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nick's hands are up. Do any of you think it's better than Batman Returns? No. I mean, I do. But Michelle Pfeiffer doesn't make any goddamn sense. What was even their plan? Kill people. She was just gonna kill Max Shrek, remember? But she wanted to blow up the department store first. Makes perfect sense. Why did Poison Ivy want to plant raptor flowers? So that, that, so that nature Someone could fight that back. Prop. That made perfect sense. You guys Somebody keep making fun prop. of Poison Ivy. You guys keep yes. making fun of Poison Ivy, but she had a plan. She just wanted to kill all the people so that nature could take back what was theirs. And for the plant she thrive with the ice people too, though. Greg well, ice doesn't in, kill in plants. Ice, right? Yeah, and plants can live in ice sometimes. Yeah, if they, especially if they're snake plant hybrids. <laughs> right, right. right. Well, what do they do? Give me some haiku in review, please. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Jules Vonato did. Uh, this movie's not good. Ice Ponzanuma is nice. Now let's go kick some ice. Hey. Dakota nice Lawson thing. says, Batman and Robin. Wow, this is a clusterfuck. I love them bat nips. Liz Lawson says, Batgirl, Robin, Bruce. They're one big happy bat fan. What about Alfred? We don't, we don't care about Alfred enough, you know. He survives. Show, show my boy Everything's love. totally fine. Uh, some of these I'm not reading. It's <laughs> very obscene. Uh, let's see. Comics Cowboy says Arnie and cold puns. Robin wants to fuck a plant. This movie sucks ice. Oh, I like that. It sounds like ass, but it's That's ice. good. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now it's time to rank Batman and Robin. Currently, the rankings are number one. Batman, 1989. Number two, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Number three, Batman Returns. Number four, Batman Forever. And number five, Batman 66. Dead last. No. This is at least more than 66. Yeah. 66 was a product of its time. This one yeah. was the abomination. In 97, this we didn't know pro- Yeah, they, like people love this in its time. I certainly was there. No, they did clapping. <laughs> I was like, they <laughs> nailed it. Kevin, I Kevin would, Feige thanked, personally thanked this movie for being there. Show me what I mean, he did. Kevin, Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, has called Batman and Robin the most important comic book movie ever made because mm-hmm. its catastrophic failure forced major comic book companies and film studios to rethink how they presented yeah. comic book-based media. Exactly, yeah, Greg. I would put yeah. this over 66. For sure. Yeah. 66 is just so long and boring. I remember even watching it in the 80s when I was a kid being like, when is this going to end? He's just running around a pier with a bomb over his head for like 45 minutes. Can we put this somehow Again, over Batman versus Superman? Uh, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah. when 66, when they were on a helicopter, just waving at people? <laughs> <laughs> so does anybody think it's better than Batman Forever? I mean, it's so close. They're so close. I could go either way on any given Sunday. Yeah, I just don't like Jim Carrey, so I'd put it over that on just that fact. See, that's crazy. Any, anyone else? I would say I don't like Tommy Lee Jones. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones is the one <laughs> I, I like equally – it's funny because I like Tommy Lee Jones in most of his other roles. Just oh, this sure, one yeah. that I like. It's like, just, oh, God. I felt, I, 
I felt like the whole time he was trying to compete with Jim Carrey, yeah. and for that, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put it below Batman and Robin. I can't believe I'm doing this. Here's what I'll say: It's shocking. I'll back that up. I, I would. I think this movie is more entertaining to watch than Batman Forever because it doesn't care as much. But the one thing that Batman Forever has over all the Batman movies is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And so I right. think you guys need to think about that. So let's vote now. Who thinks that Batman and Robin is better than Batman 66? Raise your hand. Everyone except for Greg raises their hand. Who thinks it's better than Batman Forever? Raise your hand. Oh, and now the rankings on, are. Or Andy and Kevin raised their hands. Oh, so the on, rankings Nick, are. Nick's still deciding. No, Nick had his chance. Dang. Number one, Batman 89. Number two, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Number three, Batman Returns. Number four, Batman Forever. Number five, Batman and Robin. And number six, Batman 66. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to do something that has never been done here. What? No! Kind of funny in what? review. There's oh, one more. No, There's... don't do this. Don't do this, dude. Don't do this, please. Hey, I mean, look, look. No, like, the people I, need to speak. I, the no. people need to speak. We're going to vote on what the next movie is. No. Either we're going straight to Batman Begins because when you look at the theatrically released mm. Batman movies on Wikipedia, when you look at that list, it does not include Catwoman. Because it shouldn't be included. Because it shouldn't be oh included. Oh, my God. Let's but do Catwoman. No, when you please. scroll down, When you scroll down a certain amount on the Wikipedia page, it does list Catwoman. It does. As a theatrically released Batman on, movie. Guys. So we got to vote right cowards. now. Stop if we're coward. watching Catwoman or we're not watching Catwoman. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. either, and I really I want to go to my baby. grave without Let's seeing go, God. Dude. Fuck you, Greg. Fuck Next you, Greg. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Halle Berry's Catwoman, sucks. motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't sign Greg, on for this, Tim. Greg, Greg, please put a camera on Jen and just film her reaction to this entire movie the whole time. <laughs> I can't wait to see this, this famed basketball scene. Let's go, man. Let's go. Wait, you've never so seen clips week. of it? Save Mm-mm. bad time, save bad. bad channel. I want you to know you left two segments off of the Ragu podcast within a podcast, and you don't deserve them. 